welcome back to your Mindful Month podcast. I'm Astra, Mindful Yoga Coach and founder of Therapy Yoga, sharing my tips and practices for a mindful month. So I would love to hear from you on any of my content, so feel free to leave a message on this podcast or you can reach me via my website therapyyoga.co.uk, on Facebook at Therapy Yoga for Wellbeing or Instagram at Therapy Yoga. Let's dive in. Hi everyone and I'm speaking to you as we say goodbye to April and hello to May and what a month April has been and I always see kind of May as the month of being a bit of a bridge between spring and summer and I'm really looking forward to new horizons and moving towards that better place. So that being said I've actually made some commitments which is very unlikely (laughs) Uh, given how I usually am about these kind of commitments but I've made some uh, kind of fitness if you like commitments and this month I've committed to one million women walking as part of National Walking Month. I've also joined a sugar-free challenge and again that is something I've never done before Um, but I just think it's the nature of things at the moment that maybe there's a little bit too much sugar being consumed and it might be quite a nice way of entering into May and my walking challenge actually um, you might think oh walking challenge you can only go out for an hour at the moment but it does include me walking to my kettle and back (laughs) which is which is perfect for me because I really do struggle um, with anything that is called fitness or you know and you might find that quite surprising given that I am a yoga coach um, but what comes with being uh, kind of in the service of well-being is that you do tend to uh, default to putting other people first um, in fact you, you know that's kind of what you do and um, and also because my real passion is uh, mindful living sometimes that a hard and fast world of fitness really feels at odds with, you know, my mindful approach, um, which is probably wrong, um, but it, it that's how it feels. And, and, and also there's this idea of perfection that you tend to get when you see, you know, especially people on, you know, social media who, you know, get involved in all of this sort of fitness stuff. Um, and, you know, that perfection feels really unattainable. So there's kind of a feeling of why bother. Um, But, you know, in recent years, I have actually worked and collaborated with some really wonderful fitness trainers, um, you know, because I've started to think more about uh, myself and my health. And um, what I've kind of come to understand is a lot of them, you know, have mindful mindsets and an approach to to fitness and and that even the the toughest of of objectives can be achieved um, through a a mindful mindset in fitness and so Corinne Humphreys who I will be speaking with um, or you'll be hearing me speaking with um, she's an amazing British athlete and um, she's really overcome really serious injuries uh, which has set her back from, you know, achieve, well, uh, set her back from her dreams of achieving Olympic success and has also, and she doesn't, um, she's very open about the fact that she's tackled issues of self-confidence. Um, and so she uses that kind of personal experience as a basis of motivating others in her personal training programs. 
And um, in our chat, what we do is we really get to the foundation of how she helps people uh, get off the start, starting blocks, really, um, in their fitness journey. And there was this kind of moment uh, in our chat that it kind of really felt to me that what she was saying was that, you know, everyone can achieve their own Olympic medal. And that's kind of how um, you should really see it. And even the small steps matter. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I did uh, in, in the chat. And um, there is a few little technical uh, audio interferences, but you can hear our voices uh, clearly. So see you on the other side. Hi, I think, yeah, we're all started. Hey, hi, Corinne. Good sure. to see you. Very good to see you. Welcome to your Mindful Month podcast. And for those of you listening who are not familiar with this podcast, I'm Astra. I'm a mindful yoga coach, helping people with a mindful approach to living and just promoting a sense of well-being every day. So today uh, we're talking about a mindful approach to fitness and I've invited a very special guest, Corinne Humphreys, and I'll just do you a little introduction, Corinne. Uh, Corinne is a British sprinter and is a 100 meter semi-finalist in the 2018 Commonwealth Games. Corinne is now training for the next Olympics. And as well as this, Corinne is a sports and fitness coach and founder of Pathway to Fit, where she trains uh, clients from around the world to achieve their mind, body and fitness goals. Yes, please. <laughs> so very, very welcome to you, Corinne. Thank you for finding the time to come and speak to me. I know you're very busy. And I, I really wanted you to come along um, because I know that for you personally, you've actually... Uh, had to use a lot of mindset training to overcome injuries um, as an athlete. Um, so I really wanted to talk to you a little bit about some of the things that you share with people as a coach for overcoming barriers. We're all in a situation at the moment where it feels, you know, that we haven't got much control and we're not able to do the things we want to do. And so I just wanted to talk to you more about, um, the types of things that from a mindset perspective that can help people start thinking about their their well-being and fitness oh wow <laughs> um, well from from a fitness perspective and sort of why i did start pathway to fit it was kind of because of the qualities that i have taken from competitive sport yeah. like a, feel like I'm way more resilient now I persevere so I'm, I'm very good at persevering through hard times and um yeah just not seeing things as barriers anymore mm. and also just things to do with self-confidence and self-esteem um through having to battle injuries and and just the ups and downs of sport in general mm. you do uh, it is an opportunity to build your your self-confidence and your self-esteem and also just to um how you feel about your body as well. And I think that that is the people yeah. that I, I love to help and who, who I'm really out here helping and welcoming into the camp. It is people that are struggling with low self-esteem and low confidence and that do struggle with, with body image. Mm. Mm. So those are the people that you work with the most uh, with Pathway to Fit. Yeah, and it's, it's a mindful approach to fitness for people like that. Mm, sure. mm. Well, I think that those are definitely some of the, the, the very things that people have in their lives that make them want to become more well and fit and accepting 
um, is the, the things that are also the barriers to actually starting in that process. And I know that in this situation at the moment, I'm starting new things that I hadn't thought about uh, doing. Um, so there are sort of benefits to the current situation, as miserable as it is, that actually this is a real opportunity to look at things slightly differently and, and, and look at, uh, you know, why you want to get into fitness and, and, and making that a long term. So, um, yeah, just wanted to, to talk to you more about um, some of those barriers uh, to either starting a fitness program or just being consistent with one that you've started mm -hmm. in your experience. And it might be you personally, uh, it could be the people you work with, just uh, maybe just a, a little insight into some of the barriers and how you might overcome those barriers. Um, I think one of the things that has definitely been a barrier and I have seen it as a barrier to people uh, that I work with how, when they're approaching their fitness mm. it's not a clear plan and purpose mm. um, I feel like p me personally with myself and I think do you know what to be honest this is actually what what is the difference between an athlete and just general fitness it mm. is having that purpose I think it's always easy for us because there's always something a bit more tangible mm. and and we have a clear plan that will speak to this tangible thing that we're trying to reach as athletes yeah, athletes. Yeah, as athletes, so, yeah. Exactly. So with um, people that are just doing this for general fitness and general well-being, I think mm. for them, they kind of face that barrier of not having that that clear kind of even state that mm. they're trying to achieve. So therefore, they don't really have a clear plan as to how they're going to achieve that state. Mm. That's one of the biggest barriers that I've come up against uh, personally and that I see a lot of the time in the people that I work with and that is something that we actively try to overcome mm. and so what would be a way of overcoming that I mean in terms of as you say I'm not I'm not training for the Olympics so <laughs> that's like a, a major motivator for you I imagine waking up in the morning and training uh, however I don't have that hanging over me and um, I'm not somebody uh, I think maybe because I'm uh, more inclined to let myself off the hook if, should yeah. I say, yeah. to worry about goals in that way. So what, what, what would you be encouraging people uh, from that perspective, you know, to try and get a little bit more clear about why it's important? Again, it's, it's not that far removed. I know you're saying that there's a big difference, but it's not that far removed because to me personally, that, that medal or that goal, mm. it's a piece of, of metal, but for me, it's bringing me happiness. It's bringing me validation. It's bringing all of these things. And these are the same things that yeah. you're going you're gonna to want to feel. So that purpose that I'm saying is that thing that you're, you are striving for, it's what state are you striving for? How do you want to feel? Yeah, that's like, a really that good point. That you're really trying to feel. And then from that, let's create a plan to, for you to achieve that. Amazing. So yeah, I never thought of it in that way. So your medal... Yeah. as it were, is that feeling, that Definitely. feeling of whatever that feeling is without kind of, it could be achieving your goals, it could be feeling well, it could yeah. be, uh, as you say, feeling more validated uh, yeah. for you personally. So that, that is an, a really good way of looking at it, that it's no different, that your, your, your bit of metal represents lots of different things. Yeah. I mean, amazing. it's the equivalent, my, my uh, medal is the equivalent for you know, somebody's health issues to not be arising as much. It's, mm. it's equivalent to 
somebody being able to walk up the escalators, you know, on the underground. It's mm. definitely the same. And that's how I treat it. Yeah, yeah. So, so the solution, uh, in a way, and I know we, we discussed earlier um, when we had a little informal chat, that yeah. you, you kind of have sort of set mindset solutions to some of these barriers. So that first one, um, what would be the solution to the one we've just discussed? So a solution to you feeling like you don't have a clear plan and not really knowing your purpose as such just yet, something uh, to help you overcome that is just by doing the basics well to start yeah. with. So for whatever your goal is, uh, you would have to have some prior knowledge of kind of some of the steps. So you know what basics you're talking to or you're trying to, you know, do every day. Yeah. But doing your basics well, and they're going to be individual, uh, that's kind of what, is gonna help you definitely overcome that barrier. And just a, a bit of an example, just within myself, it's, I know that, and you can speak to this, I, my flexibility isn't great. Mm. So that was my basic. My basic uh, that I have been doing well, and that has kind of helped me to perform better and reach my goal quicker was me stretching for 20 minutes every day. Mm. So that was my basic, which wasn't even, it wasn't uh, really complex stretches. It was really basic stretches, but doing that, consistently is definitely a one of my solutions to, to one of the barriers that I had. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so it, doing the basics well, yeah. and also not looking at the basics as a lesser point, yeah. actually that it's part of the whole and it's a valid part of the whole. Yeah. It's a valid part of the whole. And I, I get this uh, sometimes in my classes where, you know, some people who might attend some of my classes and we're doing basic stuff, we might go on to do other stuff, but a lot of it is basics um, because that's where you, you develop the awareness um, yeah. in the body as well. And, and you also have a conversation with yourself, with your body when you're keeping things really simple. Yeah. Um, so and some people might say, oh, this is not advanced. You know, what type of yoga is this? But actually it's a getting, doing the basics well is a really good way of, doing the advanced stuff well exactly it's part of that it's part of that process but also feeling like it's valid and yeah. you know it's, it's it's not lesser so yeah. that's a really really good point um and so yeah so one of the barriers are that you know you're 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 not um really taking ownership in a way of those things i know you discussed before as well about other barriers that you're you're finding um, when you're working with people. So maybe talking to some of those. Yeah, not, not, oh, uh, well, uh, a solution would be taking ownership, but I think the barrier to you taking ownership is um, people that feel like uh, they lack the ability. Mm. So when you feel like you, you lack the ability, you kind of, you just, you just feel far, so far removed from your goal. Mm. So taking ownership again of those small steps it kind of it kind of brings your what you're bringing into this kind of bigger journey mm. if you will when, so when you take a very personal it's very yeah. personal very unique to you definitely but yeah no that's a really good point that you know taking ownership of the uniqueness of your journey definitely yeah that's really interesting so one of the the solutions would be that, and, and you said the small steps, so that's quite important, taking mm -hmm. ownership of the small steps. Yeah. So maybe give me an example. 
um, of maybe where you would encourage people to take ownership of the small steps? So with the people that I work with, uh, them taking, when I encourage them to take ownership of the small steps, it is things, it could be as little as setting an alarm on your phone um, to remind you to meal prep, let's say, mm. or it could be, it could be something, even just um, taking ownership of your commute, to be honest. Yeah, your commute. So it's, are you walking home from the station or are you taking the bus? Take ownership of that from earlier on in the day. And, you know, take, yeah, take ownership of, of your commute even. Yeah. So would that be like scheduled in and it would be kind of diarized? Would it be as, as, as disciplined yeah. as that? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. just maybe an attitude? Both. Both. I feel yeah. like the attitude comes from things that are a bit more tangible, which are things that are written down in journals and schedules and things like that. Mm. So I feel like taking ownership of the small steps is heavily linked to um, you being sort of proactive in journaling and, and, and scheduling and things like that. Mm. And so in so doing that, would that help with confidence? Oh, definitely. Because, well, I mean, we, you talked about lack of confidence. So if you're taking ownership of just the small little things that you need to put in place, mm. you become a little bit more confident about uh, doing some of your fitness objectives. Is that, is that kind of the point? Uh, I feel like um, the way how I approach again with people that I help it's mm. competence builds confidence always so I always make sure that oh, I'll you say competence competence builds competence builds confidence amazing yeah amazing sure. competence builds confidence yes mm. so uh, just helping people along in their fitness goals I know that I can always see when people don't like certain exercises or certain approaches to fitness and things that they do like. Mm. And I feel like um, <clears throat> in building the things that I can see that they are good at and mm. things that they are taking an interest to, we build a level of competence, which kind of builds your overall confidence to exercise and, and the fitness way in general. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah, so okay, I'm getting that. I'm hearing those messages loud and clear. <laughs> and then, and then any other barriers that you find that people are up against when they're wanting to be consistent with fitness, but also just starting their fitness journey? Yeah, I think uh, probably the last one that I could think of is probably the lack of support system that they have. Mm. And I think a lot of people yeah. that are sort of starting their fitness journey or, or want people that are sort of in and out, I feel like if they had someone there to spur them on, to share the, the bad days, to share the good days, mm. I think keep them in it longer. Or if you haven't started yet, you having that, um, having that thing to relate to, it kind of draws you in a bit more and it keeps you there for longer because you're not just going through this by yourself. So like a community, building yeah. that community. So I know that um, you mentioned also, um, you know, when you were recovering from mm. your injuries, um, you, you had to kind of put yourself in that space, that mindset of other people in the same experience. Definitely. I think with me, and, and this is another um, area where athletes are, um, they have a bit more of a support system because we do train in a group. Right. So, my group are based in Canada, so I'm actually very much like a lot of people right now where they don't have anyone around them that's doing what they're doing, but wow. we make use of technology, which is something that everyone is doing now at this time. And you're training and with Canadians. You're, you're actually training with Canadians. Yeah. I didn't imagine that. I didn't imagine yeah. that. 
So, so my program, I get the same program as my, um, my teammates that are in Canada. Mm. We kind of think up the time, so we train the same time, even though they're in a different time zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a sense of community just via WhatsApp, and that's enough for me because I know that, yeah. So, yeah, so, so people, if they're wanting to uh, really think about, you know, if it's part of their goals anyway, you know, because obviously I'm speaking to people who really want to integrate fitness yeah. into their lives um, yeah. or thinking about it, that you're, you're really wanting to reach out to other people, just like I've reached out to you um, with like-minded people who, um, you know, may be able to support you virtually, you know, and I know that there's lots of challenges online. I've joined some challenges and I've done more fitness than I've ever done. I've done a lot more eating as well. So it kind of cancels itself out, <laughs> hopefully. Um, yeah, so that, you know, maybe Facebook groups or uh, Instagram, and lots of people are not into Instagram. There's lots of things that people are not into social media wise, but, um, you know, even on on the television you know, that kind of community building around fitness now uh, given yeah. that we do have these restrictions and we do need to keep ourselves well yeah. so no those were great examples so i just summarize um your three points mm-hmm. uh first one being that you really have to um let me just see what you said start with the basics mm-hmm. and uh do the basics well uh, second point is um, you're really talking about taking ownership of the st- small steps. Mm-hmm. So not seeing that as a lesser aim or objective, but it's actually part of the whole. And feeling good about that, really. Yeah. And then thirdly, uh, reaching out to like-minded people and, and, and uh, building community around those aims and objectives. Yeah. So that, you know, just, just like you've done today. I, I really appreciate the time that you've given um, and so where can people work with you? How can they get in touch? Well, to, to see a bit more about who we are and, and what we do, you can visit www.pathwaythenumber2fit.com or you can follow us on Instagram if you have Instagram and that's at pathway to fit or if you want to reach out to me personally and, and see what I do on the track and in my fitness, that's on Instagram at cdhumphreys.com or you can reach me on Twitter at cdhump underscore. Fabulous. So all the socials for you there for Pathway to Fit, but also um, CD Humphreys. Yeah. Excellent. So I just, just to say, wish you well on your uh, journey, your journey to Tokyo. Thank you so much, Astra. And thank you for sharing your tips. So wishing you resilience and perseverance like we all need. Um, And yeah, so keep well and see you soon. Thank you so much. Take care. Take care. I hope you enjoyed the interview and remember to continue the conversation or if you have any follow-up questions, please get in touch. You can email astra at therapyyoga.co.uk. Also, if you're interested in mindful movement, join me every Wednesday at 7pm for an online gentle style yoga class. So until the next time, keep safe and wishing you well.